It's time for this week's Uplift. Encouraging words from two ordinary guys that want you and others to find the freedom in Christ that's available to everyone. So sit back and enjoy Uplift. Brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our website at fulcrumcenter.org to learn more. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Chad. I'm so McLeish. tempted to say I'm Curly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Okay. But no, I'm Ian. I'm Ian Thornton. It's great to be here tonight. <laughs> okay, and I'm Mo. <laughs> I guess that makes me Larry. And we are the Three Stooges. <laughs> That's what you're all thinking right now, for sure. After Absolutely. that opening, Absolutely. <laughs> but sitting... it is. It's great to be together tonight, and it, it, it really is. is. Great. It really it, is. It is yeah. great. It's it's early December. And I'm going to go ahead and start out with a program note. Absolutely. Because uh, we've made a decision. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off for Christmas. Yes. Um, that's one reason. Um, I am going to continue working on the book, 40 on 70, over the next couple of weeks. Um, we have uh, Christmas shopping that we need to do. I'm going to sleep. He's going to sleep. <laughs> Chad's probably going to buy another old car and fix it up in the next three weeks. <laughs> Which you better drive by my house. I want to see it. Okay. Um, but no, we're just going to take a couple yeah. weeks off. We're going to yeah. end season one. You know, before we yeah. did Uplift and I was doing At the Table, I broke it up. The Lord had me break it up into seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we kind of started with Uplift as it being sort of season four of At the Table. Yeah. So we're going to end this season one of Uplift tonight um, with episode 30. And in three weeks, we'll be back. In first week of January, um, we're going to come back. Yes. And start with season two. And we're going to work on some changes. Try to, you know, what can we fine tune? What can we um, take away, make better? One thing I do want to add is that we have asked Chad to be permanent on this show. So it's not, not going to be it's just exciting. two ordinary guys. <laughs> it's now going to be three ordinary guys. So we're going to have to change our intro. Too. Um, but yeah, Chad, I feel like he's just really added Man, to yeah. the it's show. It's been a real and, blessing. Yeah, he really has. And, and, you know, it. you really helped out when Ian was in the hospital yeah. um, filling in and when he was recovering. And that's why I wanted to keep you on. You know, at least we said through the holidays, but yeah, man, I've been praying about it and pretty sure yeah. the Lord's saying, I want you to be permanent. Yeah. So, Absolutely. It's yeah. been fun. It's been a blessing. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. You've been a blessing to us. Too. Absolutely. Yes. So that's our program note. So this will be our season finale and we will be back in January after tonight, but we still have a show. We still got 25 minutes left <laughs> that we can talk. <laughs> so last week, Ian, you were, you mentioned at the very end. That it breaks God's heart that we don't know the greatness that is within us. And that greatness is God. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's in, in two, it's, um, it's so much of who he is and, and what he's deposited in each one of us. When, when, when he made us, you know, for me, it's like when he breathed life into us. And, and that, that means that's a whole, takes me to a whole nother world. And, and just um, in my appreciation and gratefulness of, of what he did for me. Um, and and I just, I know that when he did that, that all of our, our purpose and our gifts and our talents and, and what he created us to be and do was instilled in us. 
yeah. and it was put into us. And and from that point, from that very point, it's you know the enemy just takes it upon himself to just destroy that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to destroy how we see ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, what value, what worth we have. He just wants to obliterate mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Even now, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, what I walked through with with COVID and all and and breathing. But at the same time, you know, when when my first daughter was born, I saw her take her first breath. Mm -hmm. And she when when she was born, the doctor picked her picked her up and she wasn't breathing, um, which is a normal thing, you know. And and so, you know, they were doing a few things to, to get the mind moving to, to stimulation yeah. yes yeah mm-hmm. and to watch him hold her upside down and all of a sudden her back just went oh wow, wow. and to take that first breath i'm like oh, wow. <laughs> i mean it's burned in my brain but i'll never forget i saw the breath of god right. yeah mm-hmm. wow and with that comes who we are mm-hmm. and there's a because god is great Mm-hmm. Right. You know, th- there's a greatness mm-hmm. within us. He's set us aside. He's developed and designed us to be great, to be that stage to where he can show himself. And mm-hmm. and it breaks his heart when we don't believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't believe it or believe something different. Exactly. Yes. You know, because yeah. as well you were said. talking. Well said. This thought came to mind as you were talking that the enemy wants to just destroy that in us. Yeah. But one of the ways they do is by misleading us so that we don't believe what God wants us to believe or what he's given us, but we believe something that is just outside of the truth. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's an example I like to use, and I've used it a lot. There is one magnetic north, okay? And I had a, a surveyor tell me one time that it's not straight, like you think, pointing towards the North Pole. It's actually just a little bit off of it, okay, just a little bit. He goes, but that's that's just what surveyors know. We'll just say it's straight north. I go, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the reason he told me that was because I said, if you, what Satan does is he tries to get you to believe just outside of true north. Mm. You know, okay, you can go to church, but here do this in addition to going to church. Like, you know, believe that when you do good, God is going to do good for you. When you do bad, God's going to be angry with you. And he takes the takes from Deuteronomy and from um, Exodus and Leviticus and all the, the Old Testament book of the law. You know, there were blessings and curses. Moses said, I set before right, you this right. day life and death. Mm-hmm. Choose life. Be obedient to God. Make sure you do everything it said, and then you'll live long in the land. But when you don't, I love how he says that, too. When you don't, like, I know you're not going to, and they prove to not. But anyway, when you don't, then this happens. So he, Satan takes that, and he goes, look, this is what God says. You do good, I'll do good for you. You do bad, I do bad for you. But that gets us in that mindset of, like, we can program God. Today I'm going to do really good so I'd be favored by God, and then tomorrow I'm just going to do what I want to do. That doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. We can't control God. <laughs> no. But the enemy teaches us, and through religion, that we can control God, and we can't. Mm-mm. Because God is within us. He's not fooled. Right. So then, so then when, when negative, I'll put it this way, negative things, or, or quote-unquote bad things, mm-hmm. happen to us, then oh, yeah. God must be 
mad Maybe. at me yeah. and I'm not in his favor, you know, and somehow, some way he's looking to drop an anvil on my head, mm. you know, just that type of mindset. And so it, it distances us from the one who made us mm. because it's like, I know growing up and I've watched it in my own kids, but if, if I did something wrong, I, I was not going to go into the living room where my dad was sitting in his recliner, right? <laughs> right? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. That is like war zone. Right. We're, right. Not, we're not going in there. Why would I go in there? Right. You know, I'm going to keep my distance from him. Yeah. And go up to my room and then I'll wait and, and go to bed and wait till he leaves in the morning. Then I'll come back down. And what that does is it distanced my relationship from my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> And it's the same thing. And that's what Satan's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And did your dad ever kill you? No. No. <laughs> Never. Close. <laughs> but that was my own doing. <laughs> I mean, the moment I hit that baseball bat, hit a golf ball with that baseball bat, and I watched it go through the front window, oh. my first thought was, oh, no, when dad gets home, I'm in trouble. But because dad was angry, but dad was loving. Yeah. 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 And he talked to me. Like a loving father, mm-hmm. and you know, we joked about it twenty years later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he was still a little bit angry, but <laughs> but no, that's what God, our Father, God does for us too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we mm-hmm. we allow we buy into the lie. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to put it? Absolutely. We buy into the lie and allow that distance to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. We do. Mm-hmm. But but how? But even too, I mean, what are some of the other things that that we face in everyday life? I mean, what are some of the other just off true north? Mm-hmm. What are some other other lies that that we hear or that we buy into? I mean, we we mm-hmm. all have faced them. You know, you're not worthy. You're not. You don't have the value. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's just and we for some we we hold on to them. Mm-hmm. How do how do we? Yeah, move, I mean, move away from that. We have to change our focus mm. on God, mm. put it back on God where it belongs. You know, I don't mean to put you on a spot, Chad, but you, you mentioned in the past how food is like a crutch, mm-hmm. you know, and it's taking your focus, putting it on food mm-hmm. to make you feel better right. instead of on God. Well, we have to see ourselves the way that God sees us. Yeah. We do. And and, and that's a struggle there for pretty much all of us because, you know, God doesn't measure success the way that we do. Mm. You know? There you go. God doesn't that's measure, good. Yeah, God doesn't measure success by the size of your paycheck, the size of your house, mm. how many old cars you own, <laughs> whether or not you're a Browns fan, whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, God doesn't measure success right. that way. So it, he doesn't care what your job title is. What he cares about is the things that he does care about, which is, you know, he puts people in places to do yeah. certain things for, for his work. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of good that comes with that. But God looks at us as, you know, he's happy when we're obedient. Mm-hmm. And he's God's really happy when we give him praise for the big and little things that he does for us. That's right. Absolutely. You know, that's there one, you go. You know, that's one thing that spoke to me uh, earlier this week or last weekend, whatever. Uh, you know, God was like, you know what? I I am happy when people recognize the little things that I do, the little blessings that I give you all, and you give me praise for it. Mm. If you want to make God happy, give him praise. Say, you know, 
God, I thank you for all these things you've done for me, yeah. little, little and big. Sometimes he does big things. Sometimes he does little things. You know. Yeah, and Chad, that is, that's a great point because Scripture tells us that yeah. that what God inhabits the praises, the praises of, of His people. people. Yep. So it's like you know when earlier you know we were talking about that that distance mm-hmm. that happens in our relationship with God that the enemy wants, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Chad, you're talking about seeing what God is doing in His love towards us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how big or how small, right? But seeing him do that and then opening up the communication lines by praising right. and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And when that opens up, then there's a drawing closer mm-hmm. of that relationship. Right, mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> and yet it, it totally infuriates the enemy, mm-hmm. which is what I get personal joy out of. Mm-hmm. But just <laughs> right. to see that, right? right. Because, you know, we, we do like taking a few shots at the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right? he's right. taking plenty at us. Right. <clears throat> but doing that, Chad, it really is that praise and that thanksgiving and, and just acknowledging mm. God's movement and work in our lives and for us to thank him for all mm. of what he's done. Mm-hmm. And that draws that relationship closer. Mm-hmm. Real practical thing. Right. Right. Real practical thing. Right. Now, th- like this, you know, in, the, in your sermon that you did yesterday, um, you know, this weekend, you talked about the gift of peace. And, yeah. you know, we're talking about, you mm-hmm. know, our dads and stuff you guys each shared. One thing my dad was really good at was living in that peace because he was very thankful for the little things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing that I, I really good. is. I was, you know, you guys were talking about your dads. That's one thing, you know, with my dad. Yeah, he raised six kids, and so there wasn't always a lot of peace going around the house in the garage. But like the time he, you know, made my brother wash his mouth out with soap, you know, there's there's those stories in there too. But I mean, Dad really appreciated the the beauty of nature Mm. and just the little blessings because we didn't always have a lot, you know. It was that's just the way it was. And so the little blessings he he really appreciated. He lived in peace. Mm. And, you know, my mom and I were talking about that, you know, this weekend also, like, you know, just how, you know, dad was just always just, you know, he, he didn't fear things. He didn't worry about things that were outside of his control. And, you know, he didn't talk a ton about his faith, but we knew it was there. Right. You know, mm. what, you know he was very powerful in what he said. But, you know, so our dads showed that to us. You know, mm-hmm. in, in different yeah. ways, and mm-hmm. and it's a good example. We just have to live like the gift of peace that you talked about. Yeah, and how do we carry that forward into our lives? And we just appreciate those things, and we just stay keep it simple, keep it basic. Yeah, you know, my dad used to say, "Don't sweat the small stuff." Yeah, don't get excited about the small things because it's the small things that you should get be happy about. Not, I mean, what do you mean? Like, don't get excited, like. Oh, I got to get this right. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Just be content with what you have. We miss so yeah. much. Like yeah. you talked about watching your, your daughter take her first breath. Mm. We take so much for granted in our lives. Yeah. You know, just day-to-day yeah. things. You know, the sunlight, the flowers that bloom, whatever. Yeah. Those things are all of God. Yeah. And, and you know, we, and, and if one thing that I think that if we could have a real conversation, a frank conversation with God, he'd be like, he wouldn't necessarily be angry at us, but he'd be like, man, I'm giving you all this stuff. Right. Enjoy it. You just blow right past it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Chad. It's about seeing. 
mm-hmm. you know, seeing seeing us the way God sees us, mm-hmm. but also around us mm-hmm. and, and being able to see who God is and, and what he's doing um, for us because he loves us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and two, you know, to, to look in awe at creation, you know, talking about your dad, just like, man, you know, I just, it's like you soak in it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you mm-hmm. get out into a, a landscape, and I'm sure everybody else, you know, that, that's listening is probably popping in their own brains as far as being at a point in landscape, whether it's standing on the edge of a, uh, a cliff and, and overlooking a valley in the mountains or standing on a seashore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we've all had our places yeah. where you just soak. Mm-hmm. You soak in what God has done and made around us. And, and it puts us in awe, but it also comes against all of the worry and the anxiety and the fears and the frustrations. And at points, it just kind of washes it away because it's the peace of God mm-hmm. that steps in there. Mm-hmm. And, and we get lost at times. Mm-hmm. We get lost in that peace. Yeah. It's like his arms are just wrapping around us, right, you know? Right, mm-hmm. right, You know, I got to share this. It just kind of goes along with what we were talking about when you were saying how you, God wants us to appreciate the little things. Mm-hmm. I got a text message on Thanksgiving morning from my oldest daughter. And all it said was, happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. And I tell you what, that just... <laughs> I, I was just showing everybody, look what I got, look what I got, you know? Mm-hmm. And just to have my daughter say she's thankful for me, yeah. it just filled my And I said, that's how God feels mm-hmm. when we thank him. Yep. That's, that's how awesome. God feels when we, as his children, come to him and say, we're thankful for what you've done, Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's when he inhabits the praises. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And if we could go back now maybe just to what's on the inside. Because that's really important, I believe. And, and I don't want to get too advanced, too theological here. But the Holy Spirit dwells within our spirit. Yeah. We are body, soul, and spirit. Yes. Okay. We see the body. We don't see the soul or the spirit. We see the body. But the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is within us. And I'm not saying that the demons can be in us but they can affect us in our soul yeah because the holy spirit's inhabiting our spirit it's off limits to them yeah okay yeah but no vacancy sign no vacancy but our soul this is the the essence of who we are our understanding of who we are our emotions our um what makes ian ian it makes chad chad what makes phil phil Mm -hmm. and when we allow that in and don't ask God to remove it, then it's not pushing God out, but he's not going to push us. He's, he's a gentleman. Yeah, that's he, good. He will not force us to stop thinking about the things that we think about because we have a choice. We have a free will. Right. Okay. But we, I guess for, the reason I'm bringing this up is I was really bothered by something that somebody said one, to me one time that they just accepted the way they were. Like, they're always going to be that way. I'm like, no, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be. Get that demon from stop, stop him from attacking your soul. Ask mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to come in, fill your soul and just so that demon can't come in anymore. And you'll lose those thoughts. You'll lose those desires. You'll lose those right. inclinations, those temptations. Not to say you won't be tempted again. 
You mm-hmm. will. But it makes it so much easier to get rid of it when it's gone. Yeah. We, it, it alters our mind. Well, yeah, and, and that's what the Bible's talking about, by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it is. It's, it's instead of us going, you know, like, like for me, it's, <laughs> believe it or not, I, I used to <clears throat> really be an impatient person and a very quick-tempered. I understand. <laughs> I was there too. I knew I was preaching to the choir. Yeah, no, but it really, it really. I mean, you know, and 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 a lot of us have been there, mm-hmm. and it's just like that fast. Yeah, all of a sudden, man, boom, and and it's one of those things to go. Well, man, and and we hear people say this. Let's go back to what you were saying, Phil. People go, well, well, that's just who I am, and you know that that's when we first started our show tonight. It's like that statement is what just crushes. God's heart. Absolutely. Because yeah. I'm saying I am the opposite of what you made. Yeah. Of what you created, of the breath yep. that you gave me. Yep. That is not who I am. I, I'm i this. And, right. and God's like, but it doesn't have, it's not designed that way. It was never intended. I never intended for you to be that impatient, quick-tempered person. And the... And on the other side, the enemy's going, oh, yeah, 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 man, this is great. This is exactly what I want. <clears throat> and that's where God's... Slap those shackles. Yes. The shackles, it's the it's the prison cell. It's mm-hmm. the things we've talked about in the past. And God's like, no, 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 no. The, the, the shackles, I can break those. Mm-hmm. They've been, well, let me say, they've been broken. They've been broken by right. the power of Christ on Absolutely. the cross. Absolutely. <clears throat> your, your prison door is not locked. Wide open. Exactly. Ask me... And let me walk you out of that prison. Let me take you to what I created. Mm-hmm. And that's the relationship. And and yeah. Chad is, you know, when you were talking about the, the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. it's like that's the steps of, of bringing that relationship yes. between God and where you yes. are together. And that that path to who he created you to be is lit so that you know where to walk and how to get there. Mm-hmm. See, religion puts the relationship in a much more complex state than it ever should be. Yeah, absolutely. Complex is a good word. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, you got to follow these steps, and you got to do this pomp and circumstance, and you got to do this on this day and that on that day. It's Religion has way overcomplicated people's relationship with God. And the relationship Mm. is every Mm. minute of every day. It, it's when you're driving in the car. It is. It's. I've seen talk, Phil talk to himself in his truck. I know this, but he's not talking to himself. He's talking to God. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I didn't know it was caught. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> but but we all God wants is for us to talk to Him every day, yeah. every minute of every day, if we need to, if throughout the day, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, if you're fixing a sandwich, you know, and you've got something on your mind and on your heart, you talk to Him about it. If you're driving your car or truck, you talk to him about what's on your mind, what's good and what's bad. And it's not formal. I mean, this is supposed to be informal. Like you, right. like you talk to a trusted friend or your yeah. one of your, your parents or grandparents you love or whoever, it's the same thing. Uh-huh. You know, hey, God, I got, you know, this is good. You know, I'm happy and I praise you for this. This is not so good. I need your help with this. Guide me through this situation. That's the, the, the crux of where we're going in, in our futures yeah. here is that relationship yeah. and to break down the barriers of religion, you know? Yeah, but, yeah because so much has—religion re, has 
religion and the spirit of the spirit of religion. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The spirit of religion has replaced relationship. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And and as yeah. that has happened, so then we lose that connection and we're too busy doing mm-hmm. what right? right? We're too busy doing what we feel like is going to make God happy so that good things come in our direction. Right. And we miss the being with him. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> yeah. For, if, if, if I may, real quick, when Chad, when you said, you know, about the saying certain words, when you pray and you feel like, okay, I got to say this word, I got to say it this way, <laughs> I got to do this. When you're focused on that, you're not focused on what you're asking God for. Right. You're focused on the words that you think he's going to accept. And I'll stop. That there, I'm sorry. There's a Christian <laughs> etiquette. There's a Christian etiquette. If you... <laughs> Yes. Right. Come on. If, yes. if you if you watch and, and I and I was telling these guys, I've consumed a lot of YouTube videos of pastors <laughs> and prophets and whatever. I've watched a lot of stuff. I've listened to a lot of church sermons. And they all use the same terminology for stuff. And it's just like this it, it's just this this uh class of of the way that you speak and all these things. And I'm like, that people have gotta it's it, that's all okay, but but you got to have a just an informal relationship, a conversation with God. It doesn't have to be specific words, right? It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. man, it is so true. It's like um, when I'm at the house and and all, and and the kids come up and talk to me and, and things like that. Um, every once in a while, they'll they'll just to be funny. They go, Father. <laughs> and I'm like, it makes my skin crawl, <laughs> you know. And I know when we pray, you know, we, dear Heavenly Father, you sure. Know, and I know, but I'm just like, that, but, it, ex- yeah. exactly. The, and yeah. there is a time and a place, and you know, God is is loving and He is just, right? You know, so there there's a balance and all that. But to hear that, it just makes me go, oh my word, that is just so not me, and yeah. that's yeah. not our relationship, you know. It's like more like, hey, Dad. That's yeah. what I, you know, that's, you know, that's, right. <clears throat> but it yeah. is when, you know, when <clears throat> that formal, mm-hmm. you know, addressing of things takes it to a disconnected um, point in conversation and relationship mm-hmm. with my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's, but the, yeah. the informal, you know, one of the things that um, God did to, to break me from, that religion mm-hmm. was he just <laughs> told me he's like so i want you to clear your schedule one day i'm like okay and wake up and ask me what do you want what do you want to do i'm like um okay so i'm like so how do i know that's you talking to me yeah <laughs> and and the response was if you are asking me my heart and my will then what you will understand in your mind is protected from the enemy, and it is me. Mm. Do you believe that you are asking me and talking to me? Oh, like, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, I get up the next morning, I'm like, okay, so Lord, what do you want to do today? Well, I'd like to go to Arby's for lunch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but hey, you didn't question it, right? I didn't. I didn't. I actually, I wrote down the list. Of the different things. He's like, yeah, I'd like to go walk around the mall. I'd like to go to this store. I'd like to go eat here. <clears throat> and it was one of the most mind-grinding days of breaking out of the traditional, formal 
religious things with God and going, he just wants to go enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. And wow. it was crazy. That is great. It is. It, but it has brought me to a place. And, and there again, God knows this path. I go back to what we were talking about. Breaking from the prison in a lit path, a lighted path, lamp into my feet. Right. Mm-hmm. A lit path of where he wants to go. And it just started breaking all of this old out of my mindset and renewing my mind to go, you know what? It is about the relationship. Mm-hmm. What kind of sandwich do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've told before, you know, so I order two cups of coffee. <laughs> there you go. You know, and it's like, yeah, I'd like to have this, you know, it, he never drank it, but you know, it, it was. But it goes back again to the obedience, and Chad, that's what you were talking about too—the obedience in the relationship. Right. But that's one. I know it sounds maybe a little different, not taught in seminaries. Yeah. But oh, that's yeah. one practical way of just going. You know what, God? What do you want to do today? And trusting what you hear, write it down and go be obedient to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not taught in seminaries. Not taught in seminaries. I had a guy ask me just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> There's what? not a book on that yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I had a guy ask me a couple weeks ago, what school do you go to for all this? And I'm like, I didn't. Oh, come on, man. You you know all this? No, God taught me. Yeah. I, you don't need to go to a seminary. Mm-hmm. Seminaries have their place, but they do teach a lot of religion. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. And, they do, and God teaches a lot of relationship. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, oh, oh. He does. He does. that's good. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good place to end it right there. <laughs> and we are actually out of time, um, but I do want to take just a couple more minutes, um, yeah. just to kind of reflect on what we've done this season because mm-hmm. we've come a long way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it started out in February of this year when Ian and I sat down and decided, okay, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to have this show called Uplift and. You know, we, we didn't come up with Uplift right away. We went through several names, but we finalized on Uplift. And yeah, um, we talked about just stepping out in mm-hmm. that very first episode, stepping out into yeah. what God is calling you to do. And that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then, that's you know, right. you, you go on vacation to the beach and uh, we had chats it in. Great show. Um, you come back and I go on the vacation to the beach and you have chats it in. And there, you saw it was. Yes. Yeah. I could see how God was. You know, bringing you in, Chad, a little bit at a time. And with, um, you know, just you and me and then uh, you and Ian. And then uh, you got sick and we had Chad come on for, what is it, four or five weeks, was it? Something like that. Yeah, Yeah. it was uh, really good. But, you know, it turned out from a two-person show to now a three-person show. And sure, topics have been kind of all over the place, but they've always had that one root focus that we've really focused on. Yeah, it's a relationship right. with God. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. the, the yeah. thread that kind of goes through this whole season mm-hmm. is we wanted to talk about building and strengthening that relationship with God every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we did it. And uh, I'm not sure where the Lord's going to lead us in the new year. Mm-hmm. But um, it's someplace good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we will be back. Mm-hmm. And the three of us. Mm-hmm. And it, things might be a little bit different. Um, I've been kicking around some ideas I'll share with you guys. But uh mm-hmm. If you guys got ideas too, then, you know, let's see what we want to serve the yeah, Lord. Right. We want to get the message out. We want people to know that you can do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You get to do this. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, 
I can speak personally for myself, and I know these guys can too, that I didn't go to church as a child. I went maybe six times, maybe seven. And most of those were around Easter or Christmas. Yeah. Okay? Until one time I spent the night with my grandparents, and by golly, I was there on Sunday morning with them. But <laughs> that's, a, that's one of the rare times. But what I mean is, you know, I knew the Lord. I came to know the Lord at age 12 and didn't start walking with Him until I was about 24, 25. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I didn't become a pastor overnight either. In fact, when I was a pastor, I know I've said this before. I was a pastor. Did not know that Jesus was God. Mm-hmm. I did not know that fundamental basic principle that Jesus and God were one and the same. When I first became a pastor, I did not know that. So what I'm saying is anybody out there can, you know, God did this to me. I didn't do this to me. Nobody did this to me but God. But the Holy Spirit that I invited into my life to build me up because I wanted, I had such a strong desire to know him more and to serve him more. And he made it. I laid myself out. I surrendered. It was not easy. And there were many times like, there is no way I'm doing that. And I was kicking against the goad. But he turned he turns us all into what we are. Mm-hmm. And he can do it with all of us. Mm-hmm. Anybody That's out right. there who's listening or watching this right now, keep yeah, you can do it. Absolutely. Ahead, keep keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. And know that God works with you in baby steps. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean not <laughs> he can do a lot. Things really fast <laughs> and powerfully. <laughs> yeah, do I feel a testimony coming. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we'll save that for later, maybe yeah. next season. But no, uh, but I mean, he takes he takes us in baby steps. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't push us faster than we can go. So sometimes it might feel that way, but he really doesn't. But mm. just keep it simple. Good, Chad. It really, and when you read the Bible, read it with the intent of keeping it simple and how does it apply to you in, in your day, your day-to-day walk yeah, and, and yeah. your day-to-day life. And if you, is you're having trouble with bills and finances and you're having trouble with your coworker and you're having trouble with this and, and you have issues and, and the things that happen in our lives, health trouble, whatever, hmm. when you read the Bible, make it yours, you know, mm, really? own it. Yeah. yeah. And, and just how do you, That's right. and how do you apply it to your situation? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, don't get into the theology as much, mm-hmm. make it practical for you in your life. You yeah. know, that's good word. Yeah. Yeah. It, good word. That's where religion comes in a lot too, is, well, I've got to know this because this is what I've heard. Well, no, you're right. Make it, let God speak to you that day with that passage. Because it makes a difference. Yeah. And, you know, a mutual friend of ours had said there a couple weeks ago something really important. He said he reads the Bible a verse at a time and he'll chew on it as long as he feels led to, you know, until he feels like he's gotten every morsel out of that. A lot of people approach reading the Bible, you know, like it's like a marriage. It's just they're in a race, you know, like, oh, man, I'm through, you know, chapter whatever, book whatever. And, you know, he said that and it really, it's like, wow, I've never really thought about it that way. It's crazy to say, but, you know, you might read a verse and be like, man, I want to chew on that. And mm-hmm. that's, and that's okay. Yes. Just, you know, so, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's exactly right. Now we're really out of time. No, that's okay though. <laughs> but any final thoughts from you, Ian? 
Have a great Christmas. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas to yes, you all. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for t- tuning into this show all year. We will be back in 2022. Is it going to be? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, am, I am so excited about 2022. Yeah. I almost I said 2023. S- I will skip the year. <laughs> we will be back in 2022. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I really am. I'm really excited about 2022. And, and, and I know that I know that that is going to be a topic of, of mm-hmm. one of our first shows sure. coming yeah. into the new year. Um, there's there's a lot of things that God wants to share, and and He is He's um, bringing these things together. And it's mm-hmm. like you know, it's it's going to be neat to watch the body of Christ work together. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that God shares with you, Chad, and with you, Phil, and myself, and then watching those things come together. But I am I'm excited about 2022 and and looking forward to a rest. Yeah. Also, yeah, for, yeah. The, for I, the holidays, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, if you want to f- reach out to us during this time, yeah. we will be glad to help. Please you. do. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook on uh, FulcrumRadio.org, TheFulcrumCenter.org. Uh, you can email us, text us, find us on Facebook. We'd be glad to help you out yeah. in any way we can. Amen. All right, guys. Well, it's been great. It yeah. has been. Great show. Yep. We'll see you all next year. Blessings.